Welcome back to the Mel K Show. I have a very exciting guest today. Uh, you might have heard of him. Uh, I'll let you tell your, your own story. Welcome to the show, Derek Evans. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Um, I'll let you uh, to say who you are. And uh, again, um, I am very honored to have you on. Well, like I said, the pleasure is mine. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, anyone who doesn't know, in, in 2020, I was elected to the West Virginia State House. I was the first Republican in my district in over 98 years. I won a landslide victory. Uh, that victory, that joy was short-lived as, you know, we came home, turned on the TV, saw the presidential election being stolen, not only from President Trump, but from the American people. And so I went to the Capitol on January 6th to peacefully and patriotically exercise my natural God-given rights of free speech. I was peaceful, nonviolent, non-destructive. It's all on video. People can watch it for themselves. I, I walked through an open set of doors, uh, thanked a police officer for his service. He gives me a friendly fist bump, inviting me into the building, walked back out the same set of doors I entered. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, the same weaponized deep state going after President Trump. They came to my house, ripped me away from my wife and my four young children, threw me in prison, held me hostage as a January 6th political prisoner. I got out around this time last year, and now I'm running for Congress because I'm going to take this battle to their front door the same way they brought it to mine. Good for you. You know, it's so I've had on a bunch of January 6th persecuted uh, patriots and uh, you are doing something with that. Many others are. And I think it's really important that your voice be heard and that you um, you uh, talk about what happened to you, but also the weaponization. You actually lived through that. So uh, tell me a little bit about what you uh, plan to do when you win, because you have a lot of plans for this country and what you believe what we can do to course correct and get back to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as was taken from us. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your platform and uh, what you're running on, and uh, we can go from there. Yeah, I mean, of course, we have the cookie cutter issues such as, you know, we got to secure the border. we got to unleash American energy, uh, which would, uh, you know, help with inflation as well in our in our country right now. But, you know, the big thing I tell everyone is, look, I'm not running to make friends. I'm not going to D.C. to play patty cake politics. I'm going to kick in the front door and expose the corruption that we have going on right now in D.C., between both parties, for that matter. Yes. Uh, I think that right now we have a bunch of spineless jellyback rhinos, a bunch of do-nothing Republicans who talk a big game, send out fundraising emails, but they don't have the courage to actually stand up and do something about it because they're afraid of the consequences that come with those actions. And I think that we need people who are willing to step up and have the courage to to fight back against the weaponized deep state that's quite frankly coming after every single conservative across this country right now. And so really in a nutshell, it's about uh, decoupling the, the the centralized power in the federal government. I think we need to abolish all these three-letter agencies uh, and as well as the Department of Education, all these, return the power back to the states, back to the local communities, back to you and me and we the people, because we can't win this battle to save our country if we're continuing to fund the unelected bureaucrats who are running this country behind the scenes. So those are some some of the major issues yep. right now is really just getting back to our natural God-given rights that uh, I, I, want, I want to end on this. I think it's important for people to understand and remember we we our rights do not come from the government. Our rights come from God, our creator. We have natural God-given rights. And the Constitution was written for really one reason and one re reason only. It was written to prevent the government from infringing on our natural God-given rights. And I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah, yeah. And also you uh, you represent West Virginia and West Virginia has been particularly uh, 
front and center in the battle for energy. And, uh, you know, we have this ridiculous cop conference going on right now. And in a, uh, one of the globalist billionaire oligarchs involved in the controlled demolition of America, as I call it, uh, that are post-America. They really, this, this whole war on energy, our border, everything else is because I believe that our country has been captured by this globalist oligarchy. We, we know all of their names, Kerry being one of them, obviously, but the war on our energy, uh, West Virginia has been front and center and uh, can you give me a little bit about what you believe is really going on here? Because we all know that uh, the cl whole climate emergency storyline is really a power grab and a financial uh, grab. And it's really got nothing to do with the United States. It's really got to do with taking our power and our ability to function. And uh, it has been a long game. It has been going on a long time. A lot of people were distracted from it. But energy independence is is key. And these people that are pretending that it's about climate emergency, it's really got very little to do with that, if if at all. We have a lot of problems with the environment, with pollution, with all of that. The solution isn't to transfer our money, uh, trillions of dollars to a globalist uh, Davos uh, international banking cartel group that, to, to fix it. It is up to us, the people. Absolutely. Well, I mean, to your point, the uh, this war on American energy has nothing to do with the United States, has nothing to do with uh, saving the climate or the environment. It's, it's a 100 percent. This is a power grab. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's sad. You know, I live in the southern uh, coal fields of West Virginia, grew up, uh, you know, my dad, my brother, my grandpa. I mean, everybody is coal miners around here. We watched the Obama administration come in with their war on coal and absolutely destroy these these rural local communities here. And now we got uh, Biden, which is basically Obama's third term. He's coming in and doing the same thing to natural gas and oil and everything. And so it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, if if this energy, this green energy is so good, then let's do away with all the subsidies and let it compete in the free open market against coal, oil and natural gas. And if it, if it stands up and wins out in a free open market, then so be it. But I think we all know that's not going to happen. And I think that honestly, I think there's a lot of I think there's criminal activity that's going on here. And what I mean by that is I believe this is a money laundering scheme of some sort. Look at all the billions and tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars that are being uh, sent out in this green energy sector and then coming back to only certain companies who have the connections to get that. I believe there's money laundering going on here. I think there needs to be a uh, congressional investigation into this and some oversight onto where this money has went and where it's going. And then we need to start holding these people accountable. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't realize that uh, I think one of the biggest villains in the last uh, 40 years or so uh, in this country has been John Podesta, who is running the, um, you know, everyone knows about the Clinton Foundation. There's still that case out there. People would like to see that adjudicated and, and the money laundering and all of that. But he is actually running the infrastructure money. And, and a lot of people don't realize that. And what you're saying right now is key for people to understand the money that they are taking from us and, and they are making a goal. I saw Kerry and um, Bloomberg also involved in this and John Podesta are talking about a global uh, tax, uh, which would go towards some climate fund at the World Bank, uh, and then they would dole out the money. Well, what they're doing, like you said, is they're giving contracts to people that they already know. Uh, a lot of them, Podesta was connected to in Center for American Progress and also Clinton Foundation and all of that. And it's it's very much just a continuation of that. But what they're doing is they're looting our nation. And you also brought up the border, what's happening at the border, what's happening with the diversity, equity, inclusion in our in our police forces, but also in our military. So this is a multi-pronged plan, but the worst people, I believe, in America are the ones that are 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 telling us 
that they need to have take all of our money through all of these different things to help us. It's that they create the problem, uh, they come in with the solution, and then they say, you know, trust us. Well, I don't trust any of them. And and that's why I think it's really important that you're going to hold them accountable. Another thing that you've dealt with a lot and um and you brought up also are all these agencies. These agencies are fundamentally unconstitutional. They have no yeah. right or authority to be fining people, shutting down things. One of the worst that we both know is the EPA. Um, also the Department of Energy, really, I mean, it's it's ironic that they call themselves that and all of this. And you you talk a lot about that these need to be transparent. We need to audit them. We need to know where the money's gone and who's made money, because I think that's that's a big part here of what um, I'm hoping when you get to D.C., you uh, you are on the forefront of, which is we need to have audits and accounting for all of this money and really see, because also during the COVID, we know that a lot of people in our government made a lot of money. A lot of people involved with the CDC and all these other groups made a lot of money. I think I think that that's key. Like you said, there is a huge uh, situation where that money should be invested back into America. And yet, even now, with all this stuff that they're talking about with the Green New Deal, most of that money is going to corporations that are global corporations. They're not American companies that they're suggesting, you know, turn clean energy. It's not that's not what's happening. And, you know, as well as I know, America could heal itself from the inside if the money was being reinvested in America. Absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing in all of this is starting to put America first. Simple as that. And, you know, this whole thing is a power grab. They can't turn off your your vehicle or your natural gas or your all those things. But they can um, they go to the the green technology stuff, if you will. And it's important for people to also understand that the, the way if you really care about the environment, then start doing some research on what it takes to make a solar panel and a solar uh, you know, solar or a windmill and all these things. How when you go look at the 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 mining that they're doing to mine the minerals to make these solar panels, how can anyone honestly? And then it can't be recycled either. How can anyone honestly, with a straight face, claim that this is better for the environment? So now that we know without a doubt, it's not about the environment. What is it about? It's all about power. It's all about getting that control over the people and the people need to stand up, stand up against that. And, and then to your point, some of the people you're saying there, you know, I mean, Bill Gates is another one. I mean, yep. it's absolutely despicable. He came here to West Virginia of all places. And we had some of these rhinos who rolled out the red carpet for Bill Gates, who quite frankly hates everything to do with the way of life here in West Virginia. Wants us all to start eating crickets for goodness sakes. He's trying to kill everybody with these vaccines. And, and then, then we, we have our politicians rolling out the red carpet for this guy. They should have been there protesting and tar and feathering him and running him out of our state, not rolling out the red carpet for him. Yeah. And what you're talking about now is also another important thing about how these uh, these uh, solar panels, wind windmills, all of this stuff, uh, do people really like they they, they, they want to end all fossil fuels? Well, then how how A and B relate? But one big thing that you and I both know is uh, we just saw uh, Gavin Newsom and Joe Biden roll out the red carpet for President G in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, and, and who benefits from all of this really at the end of the day? Imagine being a resident of San Francisco and you've been begging your uh, leadership to clean up your city and they won't clean it up for you. But then we have this communist dictator coming over and not only do they clean it up in 24 hours, they roll out the red carpet for him. And then they, they then they start waving Chinese flags in your American city. This is absolutely despicable. Only a scumbag would do something like that. And, and I just I can't believe 
not only did it happen, I can't believe the American people are allowing it. And then, yeah. but I guess maybe they should go ahead and start waving the Chinese flags. They've bought up half our country at this point. I can't believe that we're allowing other countries, let alone China, to buy land in our country right now. They shouldn't be allowed to own not only land, they should not be allowed to, to own and purchase any mineral rights either. So they can start purchasing up our coal or oil or natural gas unless we change the laws on that. They should not be allowed to own anything in this country. No, I agree 100%. And and that's another thing a lot of people don't understand. I try to explain what the Belt and Road Initiative is of the CCP, and they've gone all over the world. And and what it would do people think that they're not, we just found out, not we, me and you, but a lot of people just found out that not only have they bought up a lot of farmland, they also are running all these uh, farms all over the country in Maine and elsewhere that you don't know about. They're also buying a lot of land next to our naval bases and our, yes. our military bases all over the place. Uh, I think, uh, I believe Donald Trump uh, wrangled back the port of Long Beach, but uh, Bill Clinton sold it to them. So people also have to understand that this is a long game. And what I believe is that our, not only is our country captured by a globalist billionaire oligarchy, many of them in America, you named Gates. I, I would also throw in there, you know, the king of the ESG score over there, BlackRock, uh, yep. Larry Fink, who was also on the board of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset uh, architect, um, also works with the CCP before he would work with America. And, and a lot of these other things, um, you know, you got Bezos, you got Schmidt, you got all these people, uh, George Soros, that are putting billions and billions of dollars into a post-America world. And, uh, you know, we, we have all said a lot of times, and Trump has said, they're not after me, they're after you, and I'm in the way. I believe that they're not after America, they're after the world, and America is in the way. And I think the American people need to start realizing that the 2024 election is between two things. It's between a sovereign United States that determines our own future and our uh, our trajectory, our borders, language, culture, what, what we're going to leave our grandkids versus becoming global citizens. In Agenda 2030 and all this stuff that they're proposing that Joe Biden, oh, Biden, I call him because I agree with you, this is Obama's third third run. But um, I also believe that we have to realize that it's not left or right, Republican or Democrat at this point. It's not about which oppressed class you've been convinced that you are a part of. It's not about any of that. It is literally about the survival of this nation as founded as verse the globalist, uh, you know, this whole global citizenry. We're not global citizens. We are citizens of the United States of America. And uh, if we do take back this nation and, and reinvest in America, we can export that to the rest of the world. If we if we bow down, the rest of the world falls with us. So to me, I think that it, like the election that we, that is coming up that you are running in, we got to have as many America first people in there that understand you're not just fighting for America. You are fighting for freedom worldwide because this totalitarian uh, global group of people, I call them the Davos crew, they don't want us to have nation states at all, not just in America, anywhere. They have a Hunger Games uh, on their own websites. If you go look up on WeForum or UN or whatever, you look up our common agenda or Agenda 2030 or even global governance to all the way up to the World Bank. They're not talking about a future where America exists. You know, they, they want a one world order. And and quite frankly, to your point, America is standing in the way of that. Yeah. You know, if, if America falls, I mean, like, so if you're in Europe right now, and we see Europe being overrun by all this, uh, you know, the, this Muslim infiltration and, and these terrorists coming into the country. Those people can leave. They can come to America. If America, this happens in America, there's nowhere else to go. This is the last stand and the last hope of freedom. And I hate that so many of these politicians have come before us and have uh, ruined that phrase of this is the most important election in in your in your life in your history. You know, 
because this truly is the most important election in the history of this country. We're at a crossroads right now. We're in a battle for the future of this country and the future of the world, for that matter. And I don't know if enough people truly understand that. Uh, we're going to have to stop electing politicians, and we got to start electing patriots up and down the ballot. We have too many politicians in politics. We need patriots to run for everything from school board, county commission, state legislators, Congress, up and down the ballot. Because when we do get President Trump reelected in 2024, we're going to have to uh, have some people in place all up and down uh, the ballots across this country to uh, to work with him and push his policies at the local level as well. Yeah, and a big issue in West Virginia, especially all over the country, but West Virginia uh, is one one state where it's definitely very important is the Second Amendment and uh, the 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 muddying the waters of what the Second Amendment is about, what it's for uh, has been so uh, so propagandized and so manipulated. And I believe on purpose. Uh, but we are at a place where um, that is another thing that is standing in the way and we're seeing it ramp up. And I have a feeling uh, going into the 2024 race, as soon as the, the first of the year begins, it's going to be one thing after another. And the American people really have to realize that it is we, the people that are the answer and the solution. And to me, I look at all of this and I think, you know, we have to we have to really start remembering or if if you never read the constitution or the bill of rights and don't know what the federalist papers were and don't understand these people they're not leftists they, i i believe 20% left of center probably uh you know are are swayed if they understood the stakes that freedom and yeah. sovereignty is on the ballot but the other side especially the ones with trump arrangement syndrome they keep saying this thing like about democracy oh he's going to be a dictator he's going to ruin democracy Right now, we're not functioning. First of all, we're a constitutional republic, as you said yes. about the states. But a democracy has also uh, the ability to have all the true information. The demo a, a real democracy, if that's what they're talking about, uh, wouldn't have siloed or, or censorship or any of this where people couldn't get information. And I think that it's really important over the year that you'll be running and you'll be out there and you'll be talking to folks all over that we really have to really drill down on the idea that what our founders gave us is so important to really understand and for people to understand their rights and what they really mean, because these people, they've turned language upside down. And so many people that don't that even if they're still only watching Fox News, but that only get their information from mainstream media or have been in this last you know 20 years, basically, of like a socialist communist uh, takeover of education. They don't really, I don't think, maybe get that we are at a 1776 moment in terms of freedom. And, and I think that's important for people to understand. Well, I think we live under more uh, tyranny today than our founding fathers did in 1775. Sure. And speaking about the uh, the corrupt education system, I think a lot of that has to do with our uh, these liberal indoctrination camps in these government schools. I don't call them public schools anymore. They're government schools. They have convinced the uh, uh, the majority of the population to believe that our rights do come from the government. And they don't understand. They think that they think that, you know, we're, we are privileged. The government is allowing us to have the same or allowing us to have this freedom, freedom of speech, which is completely uh, uh, wrong and, and, and upside down. Right. And so and, and back to the Second Amendment. Look, I, I support the Second Amendment as it is written. I think we need to abolish the ATF. It's unconstitutional. And uh, our founding fathers did not write the Second Amendment because they were afraid the deer were going to invade us or they didn't do it because they came back from a deer hunting trip. Nothing bothers me more when somebody says, you say, hey, do you support the Second Amendment? Yeah, I love. I got I got a deer rifle. Well, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. So I, I like to phrase it this way to people. I'm a Second Amendment um, absolutist. And I believe that if you want to buy a military tank and you want to drive it down the road to go to the grocery store and get your bread and milk, 
uh, obey the traffic laws. Don't know speed and stop at the stop signs and have insurance on it, I guess, in case you get in an accident. And other than that, I think you have the freedom to, to go to go do that because the Second Amendment was written so that we could hold the government in check, not some other government. It's our own government that we have to be fearful of. And I think it's important for people to remember that. Oh, I hope you're enjoying the show. I was just talking on my new Patriot mobile service. I have to tell you, I'm so excited. They are incredible. They are America first. They they align with my values. And you know what? It's unlimited minutes, unlimited text, Wi-Fi calling, unlimited data, high speed, everything that you could use, just like everyone else. We have our time, we have our vote, and we have our money. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is your service will be exactly the same. Difference with Patriot Mobile is they are an America first company. And what they do is they reinvest their money into causes that matter to me and matter to you and matter to this nation. At Patriot Mobile, those causes are the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the Constitution, and our children's future. So please go to themelkshow.com. Patriot Mobile is a partner of ours. Please use the code MELK. What I can tell you too is that they are supporting me and they are supporting creators because they believe in the First Amendment. They believe that censorship is wrong and they are gonna put their money where their mouth is. Do what you can for the creators out there that are doing what I'm doing. Please go to Patriot Mobile, Mel K Show. All I can say is thank you so much, guys. Supporting my partners supports me and Patriot Mobile is absolutely awesome. I checked them out. We're switching to Patriot Mobile and we hope you do too. Thank you so much. There's been a kind of true degradation of um, a lot of our institutions. And you brought up earlier the three letter agencies that have been turned against us. I mean, they're not even hiding it at all. But the and you were uh, you were a January 6th victim, uh, persecuted patriot. Um, What do you see for that? Because uh, you have the unique uh, experience of having been an elected official, having gone to D.C. that day uh, for the right reasons. You are on camera uh, fist bumping a cop, smiling, you know, in and out. I mean, you shouldn't have been charged with anything, as as I believe 99 percent of these people, um, even if they did something that was a, an actual, uh, uh, you know, something that I don't know. There's so few, but the ones that actually did do things um and most times in history, because none of it was really violent, they, they would have gotten a fine. You know, it's like, uh, what well, so yeah. what do we hope to see for January 6th? Because I don't think we can't we can't let this go. And every single person um should have, in my opinion, not only an appeal, uh, but also the ability to be vindicated. Because um, I also uh believe that a lot of these people took plea deals because they they were terrified. They were they were they were scared and they weren't given all the information. So we have a lot of people out there who took plea deals that now are on a list for life as domestic terrorists. So we have a lot to clean up in the January 6th thing, and we can't let that go. So what are your plans for um, helping to adjudicate and uh, bring justice for those people? Well, I think that the big thing is that we got to hold our own January 6th uh, committee hearings and get to the truth of this. I think that the members on who were on the January 6th sham committee who knowingly suppressed the truth around January 6th. We know now that they've also uh, uh, destroyed evidence from those hearings and everything. I think that they need to be criminally charged and they need to be facing uh, some consequences. And furthermore, I think it would only be justice that maybe they're held in in prison during pretrial detention the way that all the January 6th political prisoners have been. Um, But 
you know, in all in all honesty, though, we had BLM protesters in Atlanta who burnt down a Wendy's. It just came out. They just got sentenced to a five thousand dollar fine and one hundred and fifty hours of community service. And and I think uh, three or four years probation. That's it. You have someone on January 6th, somebody like me who never even destroyed or anything and went to prison. Right. You also have people, uh, to your point, even somebody who broke a window on January 6th, not, nobody's condoning that, but the punishment should fit the crime. And so, look, if you want to give them community service, make pay for the window or something, okay, that's justifiable. You know, Say, Same with uh, those of us who were there. If you want to say we were trespassing, I would disagree with that, but I'm not going to make a mountain out of a mohill. If you want to give me a $100 ticket and say right. that I was trespassing, okay. like it, I would be a little aggravated, but to come to my house to, to traumatize my family, raiding my home, to rip me away from my family, me facing 24 years in prison. Th that is insanity right now. And so we've got a lot of work to do. And, and I think that I bring a very unique experience because it's one thing to read about it. Even the members of Congress who care and they're actually are trying to help us. There's only, you could only, if you, if there's a difference in reading about it, hearing about it, knowing about it, and there's a difference in living it. And I think that anyone who's lived through the persecution, not just January 6th, they're going to have to parents who speak out at school board meetings, yeah. the guy who made the memes on social media. I mean, I think that the pro-life sidewalk advocates, I mean, I think that as someone who's lived through that, you bring a totally unique perspective. And I'm one of the biggest issues that not a lot of people are discussing right now um, it, on that on that same topic is we all talk about the weaponized DOJ and it is it is bad for for sure, but I think as someone who went through that whole process, I think the most concerning that sh or should be the most concerning to the American people is our weaponized court system. Me too. And the reason I say that is a weaponized DOJ could bring all the charges they wanted to. And if you had a fair and just and honorable court system, it wouldn't matter because it would just fall on deaf ears when it got here. They would say, this is erroneous and we're throwing it out. What we have found through January 6th specifically, and we're seeing it happen against President Trump and everything right. as well, is the, are these judges are truly weaponized right now. And the court system is weaponized as well. So they're in cahoots with this and they're probably so you're not getting a fair trial. There, there is no innocent until proven guilty. There is no due process. They're literally just going to have a quick meeting before they determine how, how long they're going to sentence you to prison for. And that's wrong. Yeah, it's sick. And I, you know, I was just talking about this on a different show about the jury system. We don't you. First of all, I know a lot of uh, lawyers that represented January six people asked for a change of venue. There was no chance that anyone was going to get a fair trial. I guess I, I, I hear that the jury pool that they were picking from is like 94 percent Democrat and voted for Joe Biden, which is terrifying to think that the uh, D.C. area, let alone the five suburbs, which also happen to be the richest in the country, which should be a problem for for everyone in America. But at yeah. the same time that they are so lean to the left, it, it's by design. If anyone doesn't think it is, uh, then they don't understand. But we have a real problem in this country when it comes to the, the uh, court system, also with the juries. Because these juries are not juries of your peers. They are not fair trials from the judges, but they're also our jury system is very messed up. And I know that if uh, in other venue, like in that venue, they knew they know Trump, Donald Trump can't get a fair jury in New York City or in D.C., uh, they know that none of you guys were going to get a fair trial in uh, D.C. because you couldn't get a fair jury of your peers. And I think that's another big thing. And I hope that that's addressed on appeal is that. A lot of a lot of January 6th defendants, lawyers asked for them to be tried where they lived uh, in their in their jurisdiction of, of where they came from, because uh, also Washington, D.C. is a vassal state. It's not it's a totally different system. And um, I think that's a big problem because this jury system, it's not just in your case, it's all over the country, A and B. 
a lot of times they're trying to stack the jury for their own needs. And if you have money, uh, a lot of people don't know this. You can buy a jury consultant to go in there and get you the best jury possible. But if you're just a person, that normal person that maybe is innocent and is going in front of a jury and, um, and you, do you, you have, don't have that. You're, and it's not a jury of your peers. You there's no way out. You got the judge and the jury. So talk talk a little bit about that. So you go into court and they and you're watching this and you're thinking, this is not even even. It's not. You guys had no chance. I mean, the mentality, the psychological uh, effects of that, and you having been in jail. I mean, people have to understand that the trauma that you guys went through. Because I think I don't know about you, but I know I've talked to many. They they have they have real lifelong consequences for what happened Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, and, and I'm not ashamed. I've talked about it multiple times and open about it. I mean, uh, there's no way to describe what we have all went through. Um, and it was not just a one moment. This happened over the period of, of, of a couple of years, you know. And so uh, even still today, I mean, I've already served my time. I've been home from prison over a year. And if I get an unexpected knock at the door, the first thing I think is, oh, my gosh, are, are they back? You know, like what's what's going on with that? Did I do something? You know, and it's 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 sad and my, my kids were were terrified of police officers for the longest okay. time it's taken us a while to get them over that um but but to your point about the money they they find it so when i didn't know this i've never been in trouble with the law when, when you get arrested they get all of your bank information you have to turn all that over so they know how much money you have they know all these things they sit there and they financially drain you you have to remember the government has unlimited amount of money not yeah. only do they steal all of our money they can just print more anytime they want to so they yeah. have unlimited resources and you are over here. I mean, it's truly David versus Goliath. And then to your point, when they refuse to move the trials, we see that everyone's being found guilty. Uh, you're not even getting a fair trial when you are in the trial, not even the jury pool. But I mean, just the, the way the judges have allowed the government to present things that were completely false, completely right. untrue. And then I'm not allowing the defense to refute that with evidence that proves that it's false. And I can give an example of that. But when we when you get see that it kind of you get to the point where it's like how do I lose the least amount? There's no winning here. How do I lose the least amount so I can live to fight another day? Type of mentality, and so that that was their thing. They bankrupt. I spoke to a guy today who uh, was involved in January six, and he spent over two hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Yeah. Um, and you know people people think you can just get a public defender. So what I, what you don't realize, I didn't know this. Um, if you can't afford an attorney, one will be appointed for you. The government determines whether you can afford an attorney or not. You don't make that decision. And yeah, I didn't know that. So, and this is how low the bar is. So I thought Bill Gates could get a public attorney if he wanted to, a public defender. Well, if you make over a certain percentage of the poverty rate for your area, I don't remember the exact numbers in my area in rural West Virginia, my wife and, and I combined with four kids, if we made over, it was roughly $45,000 a year combined, they did not have to give us a public wow. defender. And they refused to give me one. And so now you're sitting there fighting that uh, financially, oh, I didn't know uh, that. how do you do that? You know, yeah. people are losing homes. People are losing. I mean, there's literally, there are multiple January six family members who are homeless right now from, from trying to fight for their freedom. This is, this is insanity. What's going on right now. And back to the, the, the example I was going to give about the corruption within the court system. I, I don't want to give the defendant's name because I don't want to get them in any more trouble. They're in prison right now. So, um, but then we had a defendant who the government showed a uh, a picture it was a really a thumbnail of a video you could even see the play button on the screen and they they uh, kind of froze it there and you and presented to the jury that this defendant was berating and yelling at police officers on january 6 in reality it was a video as i just exclaimed you could even see the play button and if you go up and push play 
You don't have to change the screen or anything. If you went up and push play, you would see that this defendant was actually clapping and thanking the police officers. This is no joke. And they froze it at a moment where he's like this, you know, clapping. They yell, and they said he was yelling, braiding the police officers. The judge would not allow the defense attorney, would not allow the defense to just push play. All they had to do was push play, and it would crush that entire narrative. And they would not allow the defense to to, to show the video. But they allowed the pro the government to to present this as that. It was a false narrative. We've also people wonder why they don't want to release the January 6th footage. And it's starting to trickle out. We need a lot more of it a lot faster. Right. Um, but the reason why is we've already caught multiple uh, police officers who have testified in trials, lied right. under oath. There's no way around it. Completely blatantly lied under oath, which has led to the conviction of people who are sitting in prison for years right now, decades. And now yeah. we've seen video proof that they lied about that. And so who knows what we're going to see when this all this footage gets released. And for the record, I'll end here. I travel the country speaking about January 6th, weaponization of government. I always end it with this. On one hand, you have this group of quote-unquote criminals, people such as myself, who are saying, please release the footage. We want right. the whole world to see the crimes that we committed on that day. Have you ever known a group of criminals to say that? On the other hand, you have the government who's saying, you cannot watch the footage for yourself. These are domestic terrorists. These are terrible people, but you can't watch it for yourself. You just have to take our word for it. Who do you, who are you going to believe? Yeah. And what's so disturbing, I have to be honest about, about the, watching this entire, uh, you know, January 6th operation unfold is not only the obvious uh, about Bowser and, and Pelosi and, and, Yaganda Pittman and all these people that, you know, should be a, a question. And I hope that when you're there or before, God willing, uh, there is a January 6th committee. Don't forget, I want the audience to remember, uh, Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let Banks or Jordan on the, on the committee. So this was totally bogus as it was now. And committee. Right. And now we find out that they have destroyed the evidence, like you said, which is a, which is a federal crime. All because it went yes. in front of Congress. You, you still have to preserve the evidence. They know that. So what we really do need is action here. Um, and and something you said is really important. I, I listened in to about. Five or six, because you could call in to hear some of these, yep. some of the, the um, and I heard the judge lie, like said three or four things that have been proven false, including that. A Sitnik was murdered and, and, and all this stuff um, that the judge was saying when they were sentencing my friend. And I thought, how can the judge sit up there and do that? And the truth is, uh, we can't anymore think that it's incompetence or that they don't know. They do know. And that is the biggest problem here. And this is why, listen, I think I think D.C. is a fully, fully captured corrupt cesspool that is un unsalvageable. Is. But again, uh, we we do have uh, certain things, Constitution, the Bill of Rights, a lot of things. And and I think that a lot of people and when you're you're elected, because we're going to do everything we can to make sure that you are uh, at least on this show, um, that we need to look through, like you said, every one of these agencies uh, that is unconstitutional and take the take it to the court and have the court prove that it should exist because they can't. And yes. a lot of this stuff needs to happen. But I think I think the American people are pretty aware that whatever is going on with judges in this country, that there are no repercussions and no uh, oversight, because I'm sure you just saw Burl Howe, one of the judges uh, in, in the January six cases, also took away immunity from Donald Trump uh, that he can be sued for things he did when he was in office. And this is a yep. very slippery slope. 
and uh, hopefully will be used against uh, Clinton and uh, and Obama and uh, and um, Joe Biden someday. But again, I think that for somebody like you to have this unique perspective, it's really important. I don't, I'm not sure what we can do about it, but we need to do something. Well, on day one, I can tell you this right now, On when I get elected, on day one, we're going to file articles of impeachment on all of these corrupt federal judges that have but been proven to be corrupt against President Trump, against the J6ers, pro-law sidewalk advocates, parents speaking out at school board meetings. We're going to file articles of impeachment on all of them on day one, and we're going to be ready to rock and roll. Great. That's awesome. That's what we need. Listen, I, I was just talking to the, the Pastor Arthur, who uh, had his own thing in Canada, and we were talking about the same thing. And he's going after all those people, too. We we have been on the defensive for way too long. It is time yep. to go on the offensive. And if they want to use lawfare to destroy our lives and bankrupt people, you know, I, I obviously know uh, Flynn and Stone and Bannon and Navarro, these uh, all those 18 uh, lawyers that question a fraudulent election that are having their lives destroyed, uh, the yep. 65 Project, all these people going after these people. This is assassination by, by financially bankrupting people, erasing their history, erasing their rep, destroying their reputations. It is so evil, their lawfare. It's time for us to turn the tables. And I know that you are one of the people that will see that that happens. And that is why we need you down there. Um, in DC to, well, for you, it's up there, <laughs> but, but, um, you, uh, I'm a New Yorker in my, in my head still, but I got to say like, this is a real problem. And I really think that getting more people like you in there is the solution. Um, we can't have any, any more of this people that are from the Uniparty pretending that they're Republicans. Now, let me ask you, because a big thing I I've toured the country now since 2018 forward with many, many America first candidates, uh, a lot of people that were, um, supported by Donald Trump, uh, I'll go and I'll speak in their local areas uh, and, and get the, get out the word the best I can on the show. Um, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about that because people have to understand um, the RNC and the DNC and WinRed and ActBlue are very much $2 billion corporation, basically, that play this game of left and right, Republican, Democrat. The illusion of choice at the end of the day, after the cycles, they're all working together, in my opinion. I, I think that it's a total racket. And I, I want to warn people that when you are donating to a candidate, I, I think people should donate directly to the candidate to their website. And I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this win red. I think their their campaign, especially the text messages, pretending to come from one person. Then you read down the fine print and it's for somebody else or they pretend to be after Donald Trump to raise money and it's not for him. You know, I think you have to be really, really cognizant of this and aware that the GOP is almost harder for America's first candidates than the DNC is on, on America's first candidates. So what have you found um, along the way so far? Because a lot of my friends that have run include all the way up to Kerry Lake, uh, they were not getting support from the Uniparty. And and people need to understand all because they have an R next to their name or they or Ronna McDaniel is sending you an email doesn't mean that they're they're really for the best candidate. Well, I've I've not received any help from them, and quite frankly, I don't want their help. Uh, Ronna Romney McDaniel might as she she might have not even darken my doorstep as far as I'm concerned. She needs to resign and step down and get out of the I way agree. so we get some patriots in there. And uh, and the same goes for Kevin McCarthy and a lot of these other uh, uh, you know America last uh, Ronos 
Uh, we need a lot more people like the uh, who want to join the Freedom Caucus and are going to stand and hold the line and have the courage to do that. I'm so honored and blessed and fortunate. I live in one of the reddest districts in the entire country. Great. And I tell everyone that the biggest thing we can do to save this country, as far as I'm concerned, is to flip the red districts red. Yes. What I mean by that is we have these red districts that are being represented by total rhinos right now. And imagine if we had... 70 people like Matt Gates, for instance, in the, the in the U.S. House right now. What a difference that could make. And we have the congressional districts to do that. We just got to stop electing rhinos. We got to start electing America First Patriots in the primaries of those races. Uh, I'm, I'm endorsed by General Flynn, uh, okay. Veterans for Trump, Mike Lindell. Uh, we're rocking and rolling over here. I, I tell everyone that, I mean, look, we haven't spent a single dollar campaign wise yet. And we're right. polling at 45% cool. against a six year total rhino in one right. of the reddest districts in the country. It's the closest race in the country for someone challenging an incumbent in the primary. And uh, and we're going to we're going to win this race with the help of the cool. American people. We've had we've had over 4000 patriots across this country who've donated our campaign. We're not backed by big pharma. We're not backed by the military industrial complex. This is not my campaign. And I, I mean that sincerely. This is not a political pitch. This is truly uh, the campaign for the American people. You want to send a message to D.C. You talk about sending a message. You get behind a, a January 6th political prisoner, the, the highest ranking government official arrested for having the courage to protest a stolen election and elect me and send me to Congress. You talk about sending a message to those people, <laughs> man, you better that that's sending a message right there that the American people are fed up and frustrated. And the difference is we have people now, I believe, who who do have our ideas and share our values elected into office. But they are afraid of the consequences that's going to come with holding that line and saying things and filing things. I'm not. I've already experienced it all. They can't do anything to me they haven't already done. Exactly. And so we need to elect people who's willing to accept those consequences that come with saving our country. And I'm the guy who's willing to do that. I agree 100 percent. And I think that that is the truth. What you just said, these people, they're either afraid they've been compromised, they've been manipulated, they uh, are in bed with they've done stupid things. They're in bed with lobbies, whatever the case may be. They're not they're not fighting for we the people. And a lot of them are not fighting for themselves either. Whether they agree with us or not, they are compromised already. That's the scary part about what happens when you get to D.C. I've heard from many people that yep. do win that seem to be on our side. And once they get there, the vultures, the predators, the parasites come and it takes a really strong person and somebody like you who has already uh, faced the fire, won the battle, got out alive and stood back up. That is what we need there. We need people who are fearless, who don't care about censorship or, you know, not being popular. I don't want any more of that. I just want real people there that will fight for America. And I know you will. And I want people to donate directly to your website. I'm saying this about everyone. Uh, please question for when you see a candidate you like go see if there's a place on their own website to donate directly that is really important especially before the primaries this is when they they pull a lot of funny business to get the the uniparty people in so be very cognizant going in so can you tell my audience how they can support you and again i want to i want to reiterate i say this a lot it does not matter what state somebody is running from. If you think that that's somebody you want to see in DC, forget whether they're in your state or not. Say, I'm going to support that guy because that guy's got to go down to DC. We need as many people in DC that are fighting for we, the people of the United States, the constitution, the bill of rights, our sovereignty and our freedom and our future. Uh, Derek Evans is one of those people. There is no doubt this <laughs> that nobody is going to intimidate him or control him or buy him. And that is all we need in DC. So Derek, can you tell my audience where to follow you, where to find you and how to donate to you directly? 
Yeah, you can go to my website. It's evansforwv.com. And to your point about it doesn't matter where you live. Look, I'm uh, Matt Gates doesn't live in West Virginia. He lives in Florida. I feel like he represents my values. Matt Rosendale, right. Lauren Bo. There's a lot, you know. And so those people represent me more than my own representatives ever have. Um, and I tell everyone, look, I'm going to stand on the national stage beside of President Trump, not behind him. We got so many cowards who want to hide behind him, let him exactly. take all this flack himself. I'm going to stand on the national stage beside of President Trump. Say, send some of those arrows my way. Let me take some heat off this guy. Send some arrows my way. And I'm, we're going to beat the drum of freedom, not only for West Virginia, but for every single God-fearing conservative across this country. And I, it's important for you to understand we're in a battle for the future of this country right now. It doesn't matter how much you donate. It really doesn't. I think I don't. I think people underestimate how much a five ten dollar donation right. really truly helps out. Not just in the money, but that allows you to now go to bigger donors and say, "I've got over four thousand American right. patriots who are behind me right now." That gives you some clout when you start speaking to bigger donors. So. Five, 10 bucks goes a really long ways. If you don't want to do that, doesn't matter where you live. Once again, we have volunteers all over the country right now. You can click join our team on our website, evansforwv.com. From there, you can uh, fill out the form. You can phone bank, text, anything like that from anywhere in the country. We'd be happy to have that help and that support. And if you don't want to do any of those things, add me to your prayer list. This is spiritual warfare right now. This is a battle of good versus evil. We need all the prayers we can get. Oh, you're the best. Okay. Derek Evans, uh, we want him in Washington. You know what? When somebody has, has been through the fire, somebody the other day brought up uh, Leon Benjamin, brought up Rocky to me. And I said, yeah, don't forget what Rocky said. He said, it's not about how many times you get you get punched. It's about how many times you get back up. And uh, you keep okay. getting back up and getting up for the American people. And I, I really do believe that you will be in Washington, D.C. after 2024. So please go to Derek Evans' uh, website. It's below uh, in, in the links and uh, below us on the screen. Uh, uh, donate whatever you can. If you can't volunteer to help, if you can't do that, please put them in your prayers. Uh, we need uh, a bunch of uh, great patriots down there who aren't afraid to fight for us. And he is definitely one of them. Thank you so much, sir. And God bless you and your family. I know you guys have been through uh, a horrible experience and I know your wife and, and your children fully support you. And that is a beautiful thing. So thank them as well for all of us. Thank you. I definitely will. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Sure. Keep 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 us in the loop as things happen. You want to jump back on? We'll have you back anytime. Thank you. Definitely will. Thank you so much. I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better being prepared for whatever's coming. Every day I hear something new. You, something's coming from the CDC. Something's coming from the FDA. The who's trying to take over our, our healthcare system? All this craziness. And what I know is that one man really changed my life, how I look at everything that's happening to me health-wise. And that was Dr. Zelenko. He was a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. And he came up with the most amazing product. Z-Stack has been a game changer for us. We have not been sick since we've been on it. We take it regularly. If we feel like we're coming down with something, we'll double up. But he has all new products over at the website. God rest his soul. He did not leave us unprepared. And that is very important for you to prepare. So he's got Z-Shield. He's got a kid Z-Stack, which is awesome. He's got Z-Flu, Z-Detox. He's got all kinds of things. He always said to me, your, your immune system must be clean, resilient, and resistant. This matters the most. And what I can say on top of that is that he supported me. He supported free speech. He supported medical freedom. He supported personal liberty and everything that I believe in, he believed in. He inspired me to be myself, to speak up, to speak out. And what matters is that you are feeling healthy, whole, clean, clear, focused, 
and that your immune system is protected from anything that comes our way. And Z-Stack is the best way to do that. Please stock up on Z-Stack. Go to themelkshow.com. Go to our partners page. Goes down to Z-Stack. That also supports the show. When you buy from our partners, these great people, especially Dr. Zelenko, who is dear to me, you are supporting the show and keeping us going. And I know that truth, freedom, and the First Amendment matter to you. They mattered to him. They mattered to me. So make sure you're always healthy. You're always out there. You're always standing up. Be brave. Courage is contagious. The narrative is falling apart, but as it does, there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation, misinformation, censorship coming from the globalists. And what we need to do is be focused on the facts, cut through everything, be discerning, and get it first and foremost out there to everyone. It is important that you know what is going on. Censorship is getting nuts. You guys know it. There's accounts all over the place that are fake, that are not me. I know you guys send me emails and I really appreciate it. And you report it and it's on Telegram and Instagram and Twitter and they're not me. So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward, what 2024 is gonna look like. I'm gonna do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm gonna bring that information to you guys first in a live Q&A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, it's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place. This is the most incredible, amazing time to be alive. As hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me, all I know is that we all are part of the solution. We are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that I have. So let's join together on live Q and A's once a week with me, Mel Kay, we the people of the United States taking back this nation. This is so exciting guys. I've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right. So please join me. Click the link below. Can't wait to get started.